What's up, guys? Welcome to All Things Country Podcast. Appreciate you listening. Uh, we are back, had a couple weeks off, um, got some interviews rolling again, so I appreciate you for listening. Uh, each and every week, we are brought to you by Mr. Bob Price, man, Inferno Studios. Great dude, great artist. If you have a chance to, uh, if, you, if you're within 100 or 200 miles of this dude, go check him out. Get a tattoo. Look at his website. It's inferno-studios.com. You can see his artwork. We have a sleeve that we're doing. Um, it's amazing. Uh, just check it out, and you can see my work as well. Or go to AC, ATC, a, yeah, ACT, atcpod.com, and uh, there's links to that there as well. We are also brought to you by Big Head Caps, man. Uh, if you have a big head and you have a hard time finding hats to fit right, this is it, man. Big Head Caps, they're awesome. Uh, they've been a sponsor of mine for a long time. I love them. They are amazing. Uh, it's BigHeadCaps.com. They have any kind of hat you could possibly want, uh, from like cowboy hats to derbies to uh, Samuel Jackson hats or whatever the hell they are, right? So check them out. BigHeadCaps.com. I actually have a a commercial we're gonna we made one my buddy and I uh, Tyler and and his his girlfriend Rachel uh, helped me out we did a commercial so I'm gonna play that for you. Oh geez, this hat is just too tight on my head. Oh Joseph, don't you know about BigHeadCaps.com? BigHeadCap.com? Never heard of them. If you got a big head and you need a cap, you just go to BigHeadCaps.com. Oh geez, let me get on this here internet and take a look, don't you know? Oh yeah, they got hats for hunting and fishing, and even a hat for your favorite sports team. Oh Joseph, they even have a hat for taking out the garbage, don't you know? Oh jeez. So there we go, man. Uh, we're at that time of year between Thanksgiving and Christmas where it's just, uh, I don't know, uh, it's a lot of family, right? It's a lot of uh, eating, a lot of parties. And I didn't realize that that's just, that whole month between between Thanksgiving and Christmas, man, is just nothing but you're partying, you're eating, you're hanging out. And family is, is, is interesting, right? Because you have this dynamic of people who are humans who maybe you would or would not be friends with if you weren't uh, related to them, right? And my family's fun, man. They're, they're, they're dysfunctional as hell. That is no joke. Uh, I'll joke about it in my comedy. Uh, we fight. We, I don't know. This is where we are. But the one thing that I've noticed is that no matter how much we argue, how much we can get mad at each other, when something happens, everything's forgotten. Everybody joins together and helps out. There's never even a question. They're the first ones there for you. So you can take the dysfunction all the time. But when it really comes down to it, that's when it's important, and that's when it's there for you. So that's what's fun about family, right? Because you have this person who maybe is not only a friend, but you have uh, you have a bond, you have a connection with them. It's blood. You share that, and you share the experience too. You share it with somebody if you grow up with. So you have a brothers or sisters, right? And you grow up with these people, so you know them longer than you've known most other people, and you live with them for that long too. So. It's just, there's, there's just a deeper connection. You know, I, I have a brother and a sister, and I love them both. So you hear this, right? You uh, you get pissed at them, right? You have to. I'm sure they get mad at you because they're humans, and humans are still dicks, I think. 
they're going to piss you off, but it doesn't matter because I get mad at my brother and sister. We get mad. We don't stay mad long. It's just the way it is. You can't let it happen like that. So it's fun. And it's funny today. I'm talking a lot about family because I have my brother on the podcast. And for those of you who listen, like I said, to my comedy, you'll know that he's a big part of, uh, of what I, a big part of my, my jokes. Cause, uh, he, like we talk about in the podcast, he is, he is a gay man living in, uh, America today, which I don't know what your views or opinions are, but I think it could be difficult, but I use a, a lot of, a lot of jokes, uh, for him in my, in my comedy. A lot. Did I just say a lot of jokes for him in my comedy? I am using words. Really good now, guys. Uh, so a lot of my jokes are about him in my comedy. Look at that. I made it better. And uh, he's cool with it. Everything. I always run things by him before I use them. And I was thinking about this the other night because I did a show and my whole family was at my show, which is nerve-wracking as hell, right? Because I say a lot of a lot of stuff on com- and on, on, in my act that maybe... You know, you don't want to stay in front of your immediate family. Because I got my grandmother and my mom and my brother and my sister, my cousins, my uncle. I mean, just the whole family is there. And uh, it's nerve-wracking to to say things. But I was thinking about that the night of the show. And so we have a couple hundred people in a room. Most of them are strangers, right? We have my family in the middle. And so I have to say things that make me feel uncomfortable. And, uh, and I do. And... Uh, I've realized that I think a lot of that uh, strength that I get from that, I was looking at my brother who was sitting uh, in the in the front row, in the middle table, right by the stage, and we come into the part where I start to do my jokes that involve him, right? And uh, he was cool with it; he knew it was going to happen. But I could see in the in the audience that he was when I started to do the jokes, he was uncomfortable. And it's like, and it's rightfully so because here you got two hundred people. I'm I'm basically calling them out as a gay man in a town that's not always accepting of people who are different. I'm not saying that the people in this town are bad. Uh, it's a small town. I think I, I want to say that racism and and people who fear uh, who fear people who are gay. I, I don't want to say it's ignorance. It is an ignorance. I'm not saying that people are ignorant. I mean ignorance in the facts, in the fact that they they're not aware, they're not used, they're not accustomed to it, right? Maybe some people are just assholes and they just hate for the sake of hating. But I think that a lot of the racism in this country and a lot of the the people who, like I said, are afraid of people who are gay. I think it, it, the ignorance is that they don't know anybody, right? They don't know that culture. They don't know anybody that that is that way. So we fear the unknown. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying it's right, but so I'm looking at my brother. I'm doing this. He feels uncomfortable, but there's a strength there, right? Because he knew it was coming. He endured it. Either way, it, it was still uncomfortable, but he he went through it, man. That's a strength. That gives me strength in my comedy too to see that, right? Because if if you are going to be different in this in this world, it does take strength. To do. It's easy to go with the herd. It's easy to just fall in and be a sheeple. And if that's your thing, I'm not judging you. If that's what you want to do, whatever makes you happy is what you have to do. You control your own reality. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Whatever your reality is, that's what's right. Okay? 
as long as it's morally good too. Yeah, I, I'm not telling you what 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 list of morals to follow, but just try to be a good person. The, the biggest thing in life is don't be a dick. Okay. So I've been uh, <laughs> maybe one too many bong reps, but I'm drifting off in very many tangents. I hope my point is getting across. Uh, but strength is what I was saying at the comedy show, right? Uh, for me to go and, and comedy is therapy, whether for me, it's therapy because I get to get on stage and I get to bring out my insecurities. Okay. And I get to bring out, you know, it's for me, it's therapy. I'm getting off of my chest. I'm, I'm confronting my own, uh, my own demons on stage, I guess. And it's kind of the same thing. I know I feel for my brother too, even though he was uncomfortable, uh, the fact that I said that and there's 200 people and these people are laughing. I don't think they're judging, you know, they're not getting angry. They're laughing. So, and you can kind of laugh with that. Maybe that I want to think in some way, maybe that helps, uh, that helps him out too. So comedy is therapy. If you have a chance to see a show, I recommend it. It's fun laughing. You need to laugh. You can laugh or cry at life. Right. And I would choose, I would choose to laugh, I think. So that's my preach. That's 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 all I'm gonna give you. I'm just saying if if I guess the whole point of today is if you have family, cherish that. Uh, these are people that have to always be there. Well they don't have to be there for you, but they are there for you. Right, unless you have a shitty family. I don't know, maybe you do. If you do, I'm sorry. Uh, my family's fun. So so do that and just uh if you don't if don't be ignorant. I guess don't be an asshole. There you go. That's my message. All right. So today I talked to my brother, uh, Tommy Butler. Uh, I call him Thomas. He gets mad, but whatever. So um, my brother, man, he came out and worked at Yellowstone with me when I was uh, when he was 18. I was 26. He left home, went 2,000 miles away to work in a national park with me. Uh, we went to Montana. We talk about that. We just hung out. Uh, he was he was very integral in helping me out when I first started comedy. Uh, he took care of stuff on the home front, which allowed me to go out and tour when I was making absolutely zero money. So, I mean, I probably couldn't, uh, I couldn't have done a lot of what, I, a lot of what I'd done without him. So, uh, we have him on the podcast. We talk about that. We talk about him, like I said, being gay, uh, and just what it means, you know, how people perceive him. Uh, so he had a lot to say. It's a very good podcast. Uh, I have a thing at the end too where if if you know if you're having a trouble coming out or you need somebody to talk to man uh, email the podcast all things country podcast at gmail.com and uh, I'll relay the message and we'll do a live taping so we'll see how it goes but here we go man we're gonna get to it I appreciate you guys listening uh, thank you we're gonna keep the podcast coming uh, 2017 I have some awesome 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 guests coming up man so keep on the lookout for that all right guys here we go this is my bro. Tommy Butler.
podcast. We are coming live from my grandma's kitchen. <laughs> That's how we roll. That's the great thing about podcasts, though. You can do it anywhere. That's awesome. I've done one outside. I did one outside in Montana. Me and Matt. Awesome. We filmed it right, right at his house. Remember that? Were you ever at his house? Maybe once. Maybe once? I think so. Yeah, I have. I bet. I think you have. I think you have. All right. So we are rolling live right now. People are commenting. Uh, so what do we got here? Uh, Kathy can't hear very good. I got to talk with my outside voice. All right. That's good. Ha! Uh, I'll be back to Jackson soon. Don't worry. All right, Brian. All right. So we got to go. We're going to talk. Or I'm just going to keep getting distracted. No like, let's do live. This is my first podcast. This so. is, yeah, first. first. I'm, I'm taking your lead. Well, I guess. Don't yeah. follow my lead. I don't know shit. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I do. I tell jokes for a living. That's stupid. Yeah. Who does that? I would rather do that than what I do. Yeah, I know. Because it's serve grumpy people. Serve, yeah, but you're good. You're, you're, well, because you, you lived in Hawaii. I lived in Hawaii. Lived in Montana with you. You did live in Montana with me. Been around. Yeah. You did it way sooner than I did. I didn't leave home until I was 26. Yeah. I you literally I was, turned 18. Yeah. No, like a week later. Yeah. You're like, I'm 18, I'm out of here. Absolutely. I couldn't do it. I was I love, having, what's I, that? I love our mom, but you know how that is. Huh? Family. Yeah. Uh, I don't regret it, though. Right. Every decision I made brought me back to where I am. Yeah. yeah. Uh, experience a lot, and you know we'll probably touch on that later. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. Well, every well here you know better than anybody. Uh, I was living in Warren, yeah. right, with you. Uh, I just went through culinary training. I'm cooking at a restaurant. I didn't like where I was. Right, so Holiday Inn. Yeah, yeah, the Holiday Inn. Yeah, 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 that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went online and I applied for jobs for room and board. Yep. Bam! This is in February. Uh, you were working with me in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. This is May now. Yeah. And you're like, hey, man, some dude called about a job in Yellowstone. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that. What the fuck is Yellowstone, dude? <laughs> like, why is he even talking to me? <laughs> and uh, I called him back. He's like, yeah, we'd like to hire you. And then, bam, I'm 26. I'm out at Yellowstone, dude. I, I didn't want to do it. That was May. That right? was May yeah. 2006. And then I came out in August. You came out in August, yeah. Bam, right out. I, I went to Bozeman to... To meet you. Yeah. Yeah. That was a crazy trip. Oh, yeah. yeah was it, robbed in Chicago. Was that where you, the one you were robbed? Yeah, yeah you yeah, First time away from home. <laughs> 18 years old. Turn right back around and crawl back into right. his arms, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which, right. Chicago, man, is yeah. a is a bad town. Yeah, it was brutal. But I know. Yeah, I don't re- like I said, I don't regret any of it. It was everything happens for a reason. Yeah, know? absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we're going to. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, if you want to hear a better way to probably get questions out is tweet. So you can tweet us at ATC underscore podcast and then we'll, we'll kind of roll through on that. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, no, but you're right. And then I, when you came, yeah, you learned your life. <laughs> See, we get out to Yellowstone. Uh, it was beautiful. It was. You feel? Best summer of my life. Yeah. Actually. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, remember when, uh, here we go. I got you quarantined. Remember that? <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. So here's all right. I uh, I'm, I'm at what's called Lake Location in Yellowstone National Park, and uh, I uh, I'm security guard. I'm not a good one, uh, but they saw a big guy thinking they're like, hey, you could do this. So um, I don't want to admit to a federal offense because I did some messed up stuff last year. So, but here's the thing. So I wanted to party, but according to the rules, so here's how it works in Yellowstone. Like the hotel is run by Zantera, yep. which is a evil corporation. 
what top five worst companies work for. Yeah, yeah. I think it was always yeah. <laughs> always up there. Like yeah. they suck. Uh, but you go to Yellowstone, you work for the summer, so it's like housekeeping, uh, uh, what do you call hospitality work. Yeah, I uh, like to describe it as like college. Instead of going to class, you're going to work. Oh yeah, kind yeah. of what well, is because you live in dorms. Yeah. you have roommates. Yeah, uh, no TV. No. I don't even think there was barely internet then. There might have no. been. I don't. Did they? I don't know. 2006. It seems like <laughs> like was, we were still rubbing sticks together to make fire in 2006. It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Um. Uh. So, I wanted a party. You can't have a fire by the dorms. So what I found out being security is that there's a the volleyball court. Was, I remember that. Yeah, it was was uh, National Park Service yeah. property, which you are allowed to drink. Yep. And you are allowed to have a fire. Yep. So I organized a party as security. <laughs> we had a bunch of people outside. And we built a fire we, in a grill. In a grill, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of hobos. Yeah. Right? And then I partied till like 4.30 in the morning, but I had to work at 7. Remember? I do remember that. So I called Apparently. off work. But here's the thing. If you get fired here, if you call off or you get fired... They drive you to the end of the park and drop you, and off. Drop you off. And they're like, peace out, bitches. Yep. And so I didn't want to get fired. And this is still early in the season. It was just not. Yeah, I think it was probably only not se- a- barely September, wasn't it? Yeah, because we were living in. Uh, we went to Old Faithful. At the end in October. Yep. So I had to call off work. So I had to come up with excuse. I said that I was puking and I had diarrhea. Well, here's the thing. Some bitch. Yeah. I had a hangover. <laughs> But I didn't know that there was, was it a Giardia breakout? The beaver fever shit? It was something like that. Some yeah. kind of Giardia breakout in a park. So <laughs> I think they knew what I was up to. They knew what I did. Yeah. But they wanted to mess with me. So they couldn't fire me if I was sick. So they're like, we're quarantining you. So for a week, I had to be quarantined. They quarantined you too for like two days. And they yep. let you go. Yeah. But for a week, I couldn't leave my room at all. Yeah. They had to bring me my meals. I remember uh, kind of a similar story in uh, Yellowstone. I was doing housekeeping and I hated it. Yeah. And I wanted to get out of it, so I faked a knee injury, and they put me in as a host oh. <laughs> at the yeah, at the hotel there. At the Lake Hotel. Yeah, that was actually when basically my whole food and beverage, I guess, career. If you want to say it's not really a career, but it is a career. That's where it started. You're working at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did some pretty awesome things. Yeah. Worked for the second beast, best beachside cafe in, in the world. Lava Lava. Lava Lava Beach yeah. Club. In Hawaii. Yeah. Shout out to everybody in Hawaii. Show what up, Hawaii? Watching right now. It's pretty early still. <laughs> right. It is early. What time is it here? Five hour difference. So. It's almost two o'clock here. Yeah. So it's whatever math that is. <laughs> there. <laughs> I don't know. Feel, really feel that right now. What, math? Yeah. No, I don't. Likes math. I hate math. I wanted to make a shirt that said math, not even once. That, that's hilarious. Like the mess shirts. Yeah. Which is, you know, like you do. Like you do. So, yeah, quarantine in Yellowstone, man. So here's what would happen. So we go to the park. Uh, they wanted me to work security at Old Faithful for the end of the season. And you came with me. They got you a job. Were you at the Snow Lodge? Yes. What were you doing? Hosting? Uh, Busing. Busing. Yep. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. That's one of the busiest restaurants in the country. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, but your your job ended. It did. Mine did not. But I was like, well, we're out here. So I'm like, I'm going to have to leave. And we went 
to they drove us to Bozeman. Well, no, we were going to go to Vegas. Remember that? Oh, we were going to go to Vegas. Oh, yeah. oh, shit, that's right. You got that job, and oh yeah, we locked down a place, and then someone got murdered, and they got yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we probably shouldn't move there. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, and they were like, yeah, that's right. They drove we, us to Bozeman though. Yeah, we had seven hundred bucks in our pocket. Uh, yeah, you know, for maybe a week stay at. Lewis and Clark. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We had eight hundred bucks. Eight hundred. Yeah, because yeah. that's how much it was. Yeah. We had, we had enough to buy uh, an eighth of weed, I think. <laughs> remember, because remember the first. So we moved. Literally, they drop us off in Bozeman, Montana. Yep. We have whatever money we have. They're like, peace out. We're two thousand miles from home. Um, we go to the first hotel we see. It's called the Lewis and Clark. Yep. And we're like, we need a room for a week. We ended up working there. How soon? Yeah, we ended up housekeeping. Almost pretty much the same week. Was it the yeah, same week? She worked out that deal. Yeah. So we're living there, and I was not a good housekeeper, you, dude. You suck. I suck, dude. <laughs> I hate housekeeping. Yeah. I hate making beds and shit. I mainly just smoked a lot of weed in the bathroom. And let me do everything. <laughs> I am a dick. <laughs> Whenever I got you stoned, though, you just went on like a freaking, you're gone. Yep. I loved it. Hey. Right. Be motivated. That's right. right. So we're we're working, we're we're in Bozeman working in a hotel called the Lewis and Clark housekeeping. I walk over to the Molly Brown. Mm-hmm. Love the Molly. Love the Molly. Everyone, anyone from Bozeman, I love all of you people. Love you guys too. Yeah, Bozeman man. Yeah. Uh, Allison, uh, awesome girl. So I walk into that Molly Brown. I'm like, I like your boots. She's like, you're hired. But I was like the biggest bouncer there. I, I got a job as a bouncer. Uh, just funny, man. I started working there shortly after. Or not too not, soon. not too long after. Yeah. I was the youngest person ever allowed in the Molly Brown. You were? Employed, actually. That's right. They, they, Thank they, you, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Allie's a damn sweetheart. I love her. Yeah, me too. Happy love belated her. birthday, by the way. Yeah, I wish her happy birthday, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's awesome. Uh, I get to spend the summer out there. So, yeah. Housekeeper by day. Bouncer by night. We're both working. Remember the first day we were there? Or was it the first week? I had a dude come over to buy some smoke, right? Oh, and you accidentally called nine one one, dude, right? Yep. You're trying to call somebody out. Well, because you have to hit nine, right? Right. To get out, and then I think I hit one, and then I eight one four or something like that. I don't know. I was trying to call home accidentally. Dial nine one one. That was fun. <laughs> All right, thanks, Kathy. Yes, Brian, it is. 808. Oh, Brian Shimmer's like the 808. 808 state. Yeah, Kathy's. I don't know who. I don't. I really don't know who's listening at the moment. But does it tell you what? Oh, okay. You don't have any uh, questions over here yet. Good. Good. So what are we talking about? Uh, bouncer by day. Bouncer by no. Oh, no. Bouncer by day. Bouncer by night. Bouncer by night. Yeah. The, oh, what I'm saying is, uh, so when you called nine one one, right? So the cops show up. We're trying to buy a bag of weed off of this dude. We answer the door. We're like, "What's going on?" They come to the room, but what they do is they look at the dude on the bed and, and like, "Are you okay, sir?" Like <laughs> they thought we were kidnapping him. And she's like, "Oh my god, first week in Montana, we're gonna get arrested." Seriously, it's fun. Oh. Crazy dude. Then we uh, so we we got out of the uh. We got out of the hotel. Yeah. Because I hated it. Yeah. You did as well. Mutually. Yeah. Yeah. It was a shitty job. It was. Yeah. I mean, being barely paid to do a lot of bitch work, basically. Yeah. Plus paying 800 bucks a week. Yeah. A week. Was that what it was? No. 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 It was, it was 800, 800 a month. month. Yeah. Yeah. But still. It's a lot. She made a shovel snow off the 
Oh, that I hated that. Oh, man. And it's Montana, dude. Yeah, That's yeah. all it does. It's like three feet of snow. At, at least. least. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a house on Lammy, man. Yeah. Love that house. So many good times. Dude. Yeah, I can't believe uh, we never got a... Cops called three, two years we lived there. We had so many parties that... We did. Yeah. We did. Poor house. Uh, <laughs> I know. Well, it, these yeah, things will happen, yeah. right? Some people want you to take uh, them to Hawaii with you. You don't want to go there. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Well, let's talk about that. So you were living in Montana. I actually left Montana. You stayed there. I did. Right? For a few years. For a few years. You were in Billings. Yep. And uh, so you decided to move to Hawaii. I did. And you were there for the last... Three years. It was three years, wasn't it? Right when I moved to Nashville, you moved to Hawaii. Best decision I made, too. I mean... Like I said, just kept moving on, jumping around. I know people think that could be running from problems or whatever the case may be, but Hawaii was a great thing for me. It has a great qualities, you know, healing. If you accept it and you're doing some soul searching, it's the best thing for you. Right. Well, yeah, it's peaceful. You're out. You're 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 disconnected. Absolutely. From a lot. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 far far away. So. Far away. Uh, five thousand miles. Almost, yeah. Actually. Yeah. Well, that's got to be hard too, because you went out. My mom went out. Our mom went out. I'm used to <laughs> not used to having you on the podcast. Our mom went out, and then Angela went out as our sister. Yeah. And then you went out, right? Well, I went out before Angela. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, then Angie decided yeah. to come out. Okay. Yeah. But then now all three of you are out there. Yep. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all 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 four of us actually, because she, her, and Tony were still together. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So there's four of us. Four of you guys in a one bedroom, Ohana, basically. <laughs> Basically, what they they call a you know a, an extra house that's you know detached to right you know the big house that's you know rented out. But it was the Ohana. The Ohana. What do you call all the lanai? Is like the deck, right? Right. So y'all are living there, and then fast forward what? Uh, maybe a year, right? Wasn't too long after that. For what? That you're out there by yourself. Uh, no, about about a year and a half. Year and a half. Andrew left shortly, and then mom was gone in February. So, hmm. so uh, now, so now you're out in Hawaii. You're by yourself, and that's got to be. That was probably the point where I actually started growing up, because I yeah. always kind of relied on someone, and always kind of had, you know, that that crutch. And once once that, but you did it in a big way, because there's people who have crutches, but you, you still left home at 18. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're out on your own regardless regardless but you always have, you have a support system i think is a right. better way to put it that's true you know what i mean maybe maybe at one point we rely too much on our support systems possibly but, but i mean it's nothing that you can't overcome what you did because you're out in hawaii by yourself you're doing your thing you got a really good job, Very good job. you're running yeah. shit uh <clears throat> you're doing events for the longest time right i was yeah like weddings weddings and, weddings and events coordinator and that's huge business in hawaii yeah yeah, yeah destination capital yeah and you met a lot of cool people doing that who are some of the people you met um i did meet melissa joan hart i remember that you had a picture with her yeah yeah she her and her family awesome awesome family sweetest girl um met brian erlacher and jennifer frost nice uh very very beautiful model yeah yeah. football players and models oh yeah fuck them guys no kidding (laughs) (laughs) right um terry bradshaw and his Family comes in quite a bit. They're all pretty nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
Casey and the Sunshine Band. Casey comes in quite a bit. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he's a regular over there. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Lava Lava's a great place. What's up, guys? Doing good. Yeah. Oh, nice. hey. Thanks, Shadow. Appreciate it. We're trying to keep up as best we can. Uh, like I said, we're coming from... Coming live at you. From Grandma's Kitchen. From Grandma's <laughs> Kitchen. <laughs> Doing All Things Country Podcast. You know what I can do that I can never do before? I can just walk over. I don't know. You can say stuff. I'm getting a drink. <laughs> I already have one. I beat you to it. I know. So. Well, you're drinking a beer. Yeah, I'll take another one, actually. Another beer? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to have a cherry vanilla. There we go. Thank See? you, sir. It's the great thing about podcasts is it doesn't have to be any kind of format, dude. I like it. Right? No pressure. No pressure, dude. It's just a conversation. I think people are tired of hearing like interviews with people that... Uh, I just I don't care. I love Joe Rogan's podcast. If you ever get to listen to it, but I I've been hearing good things about. It. I haven't had yeah. a chance to check it out yet, but but he has a bunch of like hunters on and uh, just uh, doctors. It's all I like hearing from. I don't care what the fuck uh, somebody popular did one time exactly or stuff. Pepsi Cola. <laughs> Sponsor me, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> this is going out to tens of people. Tens of people. Yeah. So, uh, in Hawaii, bias. What'd you do? I mean, so you you took up like net fishing. You you really embraced the culture while you were out there. I did. Uh, the Hawaiian culture is is a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know they're very in touch with uh, the Aina and it's the land. They you know they're they're loving, caring people. When when you use the term aloha, it's it's coming from your spirit. It's coming from your soul. You're you're actually caring for another, another person. You know, right. You're you're actually loving your neighbor. So uh, the Hawaiian culture is just a beautiful thing, and that's why I said it. It really healed me because if you're doing soul searching and you're just kind of embracing all of that, it's it's a beautiful thing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I met some of the most solid people that you know lifetimes that will last forever. Yeah. Um. We there's a term. It's called hanai. It means uh, you're basically seeing your family without being blood. Right. So. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, uh, you, you took up uh, net fishing, yeah. right? Yeah. Which uh, had to have been fun. Because you love the You're a water baby. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a water baby. Yeah, I love the water. Yeah. Freaks, I'm not a big fan. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. It It's different over there, though. You can see what's beneath you. Yeah, I don't know if that bothers yeah, me. I, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't like being anywhere where I'm lunch, potentially. Just, I don't know. That's a big lunch, man. That is a big lunch, right? That's got to be appealing, though, right? If you're just walking around, all of a sudden, now there's goddamn rump roses in the ocean floating around, right? Like, shit, that looks delicious. Yeah. I bet I look delicious. I don't want to mess with that. I, I don't blame you. I was just saying. You, you, you learned surfing? I I attempted a few times, yeah. yeah. What's that like? Um, A lot more paddling than you think. Yeah. You're basically paddling about 80% of the time, and... <laughs> Well, I think oh, no. See, the phone, the phone is it the phone? Yeah, the phone. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> just, I just hang it up. So we're, we're we're doing this live from my grandma's kids. It's gonna be weird. People are gonna listen to it. Like, what is happening? Yeah, no kidding. Who has a phone anymore? I don't have a landline. I do. Do you? But here's the thing. I got it because I got the triple play. It was cheaper. <laughs> They're like, get a phone. I'm like, whatever. Okay. So I had the phone, and one day it's ringing, and I'm like. I'm walking around the house. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, uh, grandma's boy. Like, I think I got a tumor, right? Like, but 
And a roommate, my buddy's like, roommate, he's like, he's like, dude. I'm like, what? He's like, gonna answer that? I'm like, what? He's like, the phone. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. Goddamn phone. <laughs> that's hilarious. Right? Jesus. So yeah, um, love the water. Paddleboarded, did paddleboard and yoga. Started getting into that. That's a lot of fun. Oh, yoga. Yeah. You do a headstand on a paddleboard. I saw you do that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. With a dog on it, actually. Yeah, no, yeah. you're just like, let's see how many things we can get on this, and then I can do a handstand. <laughs> headstand, yeah. Headstand, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how does one learn? I mean, a head. So you're just on your head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you're bracing with your arms and. Oh, your, your hands are under like your a, head? Kind of like a tripod. I mean, you're putting a lot of. I your hands are under your head. No, I'm holding it on the back. Oh, you hold it on the back. With your two elbows. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'd love to see Chad. Do I that. could never do that, dude. <laughs> I am too big at this point. I'm trying to lose weight. It's hard, and I'm. I'm but yeah, I can't imagine. I'm trying to gain weight. I'd give you some if I could, dude. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, it's funny because when I was started comedy. Because you held down the house, man, while I went out. There was one point where I'm in Nebraska, dude, and the electric got shut off. And you're like, dude, I'm like, "Uh, uh, we ran a cord from the neighbor's house. I remember that. (laughs) It's a bunch of fucking hillbillies, dude. Yeah. It's all right, though. That's that's how how we roll. We made it through, though. We did make it. We always make it through. Yeah. Yeah. We're very tight because we grew up with a single mom. Yep. uh, Three of us. And... We just had to take care of each other, man. We had to watch yeah, out for each other. So that was... I'm pretty sure you taught me how to tie my shoes and hmm. not drown in the bathtub. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. No, the hair. Yeah. 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 Always made hairline. Yeah. You got to be careful. But yeah. you were dangerous as a kid because there was a point where, I don't know, you almost died. I did die. You did die, actually. Did, yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. Let's talk about that because that's, uh, sure. that's an interesting story, man. So let me set up my week. Sure. Because... Did that week that that started because that was probably the worst week I've had in my life. Uh, so for both of us, our aunt dies on Wednesday, which is before Easter, yep. right? Um, Friday, I believe, right? Coming from the funeral or to the funeral? Excuse me, to the funeral. To the funeral, you, uh, you won't, you die basically. Yep. Uh, then that next Sunday, Easter, my buddy shoots himself. And then that following Friday, I had another friend die, uh, got run over. Shitty week, dude. That's crazy. More so for you, though. So It, it was it was rough. It yeah. Was, so, was, uh, Geo Metro. Geo Metro. Geo Metro. I was a very hyper kid. You, you were? Never, ever sit still. No. Uh, how old were you? Eight. You were eight? Eight. Okay. Yeah. So, we're dri- you're driving along. Yeah. We were living in St. Mary's. We were on our way to funeral. Yep. And... Just playing in the back seat, playing with the seatbelt. Like you do. Like I do, I guess. <laughs> Never using it, but playing with it and got wrapped around my neck. And you know, when you pull the tension out all the way, then it locks up. And well, it locked up and I couldn't breathe. And I gasped for mom's help. And she looked back. And at this point, we're right out in front of Sacred Heart Church. So, yeah, so it's a church here in our town. Church here in our town, uh, right in front of the Statue of Mary. Yeah. Not, you know, saying any religious views, but just the coincidences that... Well, there's a lot of things in that day that were... Uh, that played out that was just <sighs> very... Yeah. I don't know. Put some kind of wonder in faith. Well, it has to. Yeah. Some kind of design. So here you are, eight years old. You wrap seatbelt around your neck. Yeah. You... The seatbelt locks. You can't breathe. Uh, it stops in front of a church. Our sister, 
Angela runs into a house. Stranger's house. Stranger's house. Just, nope, just walks right in. Runs. Yes, runs, runs in. Runs. They're moving, so none of their shit is where it's supposed to be. Yep. Uh, she finds a knife. One knife. A paring knife. A paring knife. Right off the bat. A knife which I tried to cut a tomato with uh, a wait, week wait, later, wait, yeah. and it would not cut that damn tomato. tomato. It squished it. You were there. Yeah. Yeah. Dull ass knife, dude. Yeah. So she runs in, finds this knife. She's hysterical. At this point, you were out. I was, yeah, I was, um, I was, yeah. You were done. Yep. You were done. Yep. That's it. Um, the guy who lived there was supposed to be working. Was, was supposed to be working. Happens to be a medic. CPR trained. CPR trained. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mom was, but she she. Had, how do you do that with yeah, your kid? I don't. I don't know. Able to. Uh-uh. Yeah. How I don't so know. So they they cut the they cut the seatbelt loose and cut the seatbelt. Mom pulls me out and that's when I die right in her arms basically. Yeah. When, yeah. That's heavy. That is heavy for her. I mean, at this point, all 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 I'm seeing or what's going on in on my end is it's just dark and I feel like I'm above a, a road and it's just going really fast. Really. That's yeah. I didn't see no white light. No. No. Yeah, I was just a bad kid. <laughs> At eight years old, you can't yeah. be a bad kid. You haven't even had a chance. I don't know if I believe in that original sin bullshit, but you were baptized, so you're clear. That's true. So you're not a bad kid at eight. You don't have the conscience. Yeah. That's crazy, though, man. Uh, so he does CPR. Um, I'm not coming to. Mom and Ange are standing by my side, and they're praying. Because you know, Ange told Mom we should, we should start praying. Right. And from what Mom says, she says that something had pulled her over to me and had her kneel down and she kissed me on the forehead and said, come back to me. And that's when I started, I came to, I started throwing up and then the ambulance came and that's all I remember until I woke up in the ICU. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Uh, I was working bingo. Bingo. Yeah. Over at, where? Oh, no, or well, I was working, no, I was working at, uh, at Queen of the World. Oh, okay. Sacred Heart. So, oh, Sacred Heart, yeah. And they called me up because we had to do it. I went to a Catholic school, so we had to volunteer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got that call. I went to the hospital, dude. And I just remember seeing your face. It was purple. Purple. Your eyes were red. Bloodshot. Yeah. Just completely red, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's I have a in my eyes. Yeah. That's crazy, man. So, decisions, man. Every decision you make affects your life. Absolutely. Every decision you make can affect somebody else else's life. Remember that. Because uh, here's the thing. We talk about going to Yellowstone. Yeah. That one little insignificant decision I made to apply for a job with room and board, right? Forgot about it. Led me out to Montana, which ultimately led me into comedy. Which led you out to Montana, which ultimately led you to Hawaii. Absolutely. Right? Now, this guy that saves your life makes a decision to not go to work, right? That's his decision. It has no bearing on your life. Right. But it does. It does. That changed your whole world. Changed my world. Yeah. Who knows if I'd be sitting here talking to you right now? Yeah. Right? Who knows? That's so, I mean, I guess the biggest point of that, man, is that life is precious, dude. You got to embrace that shit. And I think that's why I haven't stayed in one place. I try to, I get the fullest out of, out of life. I mean, I'm a very happy person. Well, why, yeah, why bother? You got to do what makes you happy. So it's whatever idea that makes you happy in life. If your idea of happiness is staying, I love St. Mary's. Because we're coming, I bet a lot of people are listening uh, from St. Mary's. But uh, if if staying here and working and having a family is what makes you happy, well, bam, there you go. That's your life, dude. Embrace that. But it doesn't, and not everyone goes to a specific design. 
You agreed. know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah. So you can't judge people, people who move around or that want to experience. That's their thing. If that's what makes them happy. Break the stereotype. Yeah. Break the stereotype. Yeah, break the shit, man. Well, we talk about that too because uh, if you follow my comedy, I joke about you a lot. I do? Yeah. yeah. Well, you do. Or I was just I, I follow your comedy. I know I you follow I joke about myself too, but... Oh, you do? Well, no, you yeah. have a great sense of humor, I do. man. I do. You have to. I'm very right. comfortable with being a 28-year-old gay man. Yeah. Now... Uh, that took some time to get there, though. It does. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah. okay, so you grew up in St. Mary's, right? I did. Uh, not the most progressive town. No. I love it. It's a good town. And I don't, I don't know if it's... I don't want to say this. Because uh, there's not a lot of bad people here. No. No, no. But they all. have their views. And it's not... Here's the, they're not They're not subjected to it. No. People aren't. They're and entitled when, to their own view. Everyone is. Yeah. But... It's just like here with, uh, if, if there's like some racism here, uh, there's not a lot, there's not a lot of mixed here. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of, not a lot of mixed race. So you don't know that things that people don't know, they fear. Absolutely. Right. Man's biggest fear is the fear of the unknown. Exactly. Yeah. We don't know. And that's, that's, that's a, that's a deeply primitive. That's why people are afraid of the dark because you know, Two, three thousand years ago, when it wasn't light, there was dark. A big ass tiger gonna eat your ass. Okay, so that's I mean that's ingrained into us. So right. we fear what we don't know, um, and we we have this little we have the ability to think, which sucks and reason, and that's how we know we're gonna die. And we know that what we know we fear, what we don't know we fear. We're just scared. People are just scared. Yeah. So growing up like that, I mean, when do you realize? It- it took a lot of struggle. I mean, yeah, at, you at went some back point when, I mean, I was probably about 16 or 17. I mean, it was in the back of my head, but it wasn't, I don't know, you're, you're scared your family doesn't support you. I mean, especially, I, I think growing up around here kind of really instills that into you. You know, it's, you know, we did go to a Catholic school, so, yeah. you know, it's it's views that you're, you're afraid other people are going to judge you for and, and single you out. And I think until after... I was out in Montana is when I actually started become, becoming comfortable with who yeah. I was. Because, yeah. I mean, I still dated girls. There and was... how, how funny. You did date girls. Yeah. yeah hot girls. Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, I mean. Well, it pissed me <laughs> off. Like, yeah. But... Well, okay. <laughs> like, you're not even gay, dude. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I know. Great. Uh... <laughs> Because you, you took a while to come out. I did. To me, did. especially. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you were a big role model in my life. I mean, it was not saying that I I thought you were going to act differently towards me. Right. But it was still almost, I didn't want to disappoint you. Right. So. I can understand that. Yeah. I understand the family thing because. It's hard. There's, yeah. there's a lot of, and my heart goes out to everybody that is struggling, whether you're, you know, transgender or you're still in the closet or you're struggling with this it's my heart goes out to you because i know people that their families have shunned them and shut them out and it's a sad thing you know it's, right. it's your kid it's it's not a decision it's it's who you are you know it's it's not something that we're you know why why would you want to be you know shunned from society and not be able to feel equal with everybody else why would why would you even want to wish that on yourself it's it's not something you choose it's just who you are right no i feel you i feel you on that and i i pride myself a lot on you know just who i am because i'm not your what you want to say your typical gay man i mean i don't i don't flaunt it you know i don't push my views on anybody else 
but I uh, forgot where I was going with that. Well, no, you, you're saying you don't yeah, put you here. Yeah, I just... Here's how I feel, and I, I talk about this in my comedy. Uh, you are a human being who happens to be gay. Right. I talk about that all the time. And I say it like that because it's not who you are. It's it's a part of you, but it's not all of you. Right. You know what I mean? That's one aspect of your life. Okay? That's one aspect of your life. and Because I, 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 I don't know how to say this without sounding like a dick. I, I believe everyone has the right to feel how they are. And I feel bad for people, like you said, they can't. Because here you didn't have a support system, right? If you're in maybe somewhere where there's a bigger community and then you can, you know, you have that support, right? But you don't have that growing up here. Right. So your family is your last line of support. So you're afraid to tell them because if you lose that, then you have nothing, right? That's scary, dude. That is. You know what I mean? And everyone was cool with it. I was cool with they it. Were. Dude, oh, you got to be kidding me. I can't phone Where's again. the phone? Let's make a good point. Let's call this again. All, All right. right. Hang that shit up. <laughs> what is that? I don't know what happened. Something in the background. So you don't have that support system. So that, that makes you... It's free. I don't like the labels. I'm tired of labels. I hate labels. I, I don't know this identifying. I don't understand it. Maybe... If you are if you are a male who identifies, I don't I don't even like the sound of that. I don't I don't know I don't like the labels. I, that's that's me. Uh, if I sound like a dick, maybe I don't like. Um, I, I get mad when certain groups try to put. I don't know how to say this. I sound like an asshole, right? I I don't I don't feel one group should try to gain rights by. Uh, taking rights from another group. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. I think everyone, we should be equal. It's, it's, it's not just as easy as that as being equal, but, um, I lost my thought too on that. I was trying to make a good point and it went, God. Well, like I said, I just, I, I don't push my views on people. I am who I am. You know, you're, you're a human being. Be who you are. Don't, don't try to convince me convince yourself you know be just be true to yourself that's that's one thing i pride myself on. you do no you do and it's it's awesome man you guys you just who you are you are you you you're you a lot of people aren't like that it's like you said it, it's it's one part of you but i'm glad you said that man uh I, I my when i when i do my comedy and you're a part of it and you have glitter i don't know i was just gonna say that to you like where the i have glitter you, yeah. how did i have glitter? i don't know it's, it's all over your hat i was gonna make a glade glitter Gay glitter. Um, I said glitter. <laughs> I said glade glitter. Glade glitter. Joke. But I have glitter. Go glitter. Go glitter. Go glitter. Go glitter. Glitter. Jesus. <laughs> Make good. that gay joke. Or you have a lot of glitter on your. I head. don't know where it came from. Yeah, I was gonna be like Disney. Well, I'm like because I do it in my comedy. I'm like I love that joke. I'm, I'm pretty glitter. sure a lot of people love the glitter oh, cannon joke. The glitter cannon. Yeah. Right. It's been a. Oh, uh, what's up, Sabrina? Sabrina! Hey, she was in Hawaii for a while, too. She hey, was Sabrina! On, she was you, in Hawaii. Sabrina was? Yeah. If you're still listening, Sabrina, uh, 814. <laughs> take, take a special call. <laughs> oh, my God. That was funny. What were we talking about? Glitter cannon. Yeah. One of my favorite jokes. But I do now. I'm like, uh, I'm like, <laughs> like gay dudes are like strippers. They love... Glitter, drama, and wieners. <laughs> Strippers love all that shit, dude. 
That's hilarious. Right? I, no, I just banged. I was getting on you for banging, I and I just did it, yeah. Do you want to um, give everybody that glitter, glitter cannon joke? You want to do the glitter cannon? Yeah, okay, well, we'll set up, because we're in... And, and you, you're living in Montana, dude. <laughs> of all places, for like, to be gay. To be gay. Naturally, almost, I'm pretty sure it was illegal to be gay at one point. Well, it has to be in Montana, dude. Are you kidding me? They still don't... I think being black is illegal in Montana. But I love it. No, I don't love the fact that Montana's great. Uh, there's black people there. They play college football. But I get what you're saying. It is a very interesting choice. You know, right. Like you say in your, in your jokes, there's San Francisco on the map. Yeah, and, you, and you choose Montana. When you have San Francisco on the board, which is like <laughs> Disneyland for gay people, right? I just feel like I Disney. whenever I picture San Francisco, I just, I picture like street fighting or I want to do that once though, right? I want to like, I want to street fight somebody. No, how's that? Sing fight. You know Sing what I'm saying? Fight. How they do in like the... No. We probably did way too many bong rips before. Probably. Can we say that? I don't know. Yeah, we can say that. It's too late. It's live. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take it back. What are they going to do? I don't know. Nothing. All right. Here we go. Bye, Brian. Uh, Bubba said I'm a dick. Oh. Why? You coming, Bubba? I thought Bubba was working. What was I saying? I don't know. Oh, glitter cannon. Yeah, no, Montana. Montana. Yeah. Yeah, so we're in Montana. <laughs> I don't remember. That's all right. Uh, we're in Montana. How do you think this is going? I'm, I'm loving it. I am, yeah. too. I think no, it's a fun podcast. Awesome. Yeah. People are going to listen to it like, like what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is happening well, right now? But it's, it's in its natural, you know, what's better? Sorry, quit banging. <laughs> it's in its natural, you know? It, yeah, it's a natural conversation, man. People are... Uh, People are listening, and oh, I love Sabrina. Sabrina is going to marry me one day, yeah. And I can have her name. She she's, always said she, she was related to Johnny, right? Yeah, she always mm-hmm. says that though. She's like, "You just want to marry." She's a beautiful girl. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it, but the names mostly. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Sabrina. I love you. I love you, but I would love uh, your last name. Yes, and you are so very, very, very beautiful. But cash babies. Yes. That was weird. That yeah, was. Um, can't yeah. take that back. You have, like, comedy ADD over here. I do have comedy. I'm sorry. That's all right. It's hilarious. Okay, so, Glitter Cannon, right? This is the joke. Yeah. You took me to a gay bar in Montana, right? Yeah. And you're like, we're going to go check it out. And I stayed outside. Yeah. You went inside. You came out. And I'm like, you guys are covered in glitter. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck happened in there? And then, I, that was my first... Uh, my first run with a gay club, so I'm like, what do they do, man? If you're, like, not gay enough to be in the gay club, they're like, uh, sorry, you're not gay enough to be in here. Get the glitter cannon! And then, poof! And then you're covered in the shit. Oh, my God. That's basically how it works. Yeah. I used to... There was another joke I did, too. I forgot. There's so much material that I've just... I haven't done. It's because you have a lot of it. Well, my my act keeps progressing. I like to change it up yeah. as much as I can. I'm really excited for the show tonight. Yeah, you haven't you haven't seen me in a while. Yeah. Four, four years? Four years since I've seen the show. Has it been four years? It's been four years, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, because like you said, you helped me out getting started, man. Yeah. Uh, you sacrificed a lot. I was happy to. I mean, Love you too, Sabrina. Had to keep that food cart going, so we had <sighs> the food cart. I miss that. Right? Yeah. Were you there the night the girl ate the chicken wing? No. You keep telling me about this. So. <laughs> All right, so we ran the food cart. Yeah. Uh, we called it B and T's pit stop. Pit stop. Yeah. Uh, we we it was outside the Molly Brown. 
Genius. Genius, dude. The Barbuda Triangle. Yeah. There's three bars. Molly Brown. Hop Ralph. And the Scoop. Right. So All in a parking lot within, you know, 20, 30 feet of each other. Yes. And we call it the Barbuda Triangle because when you go there, you get drunk or high or something and you sometimes don't come out, man. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you go into the triangle and never heard from again. So the Molly Brown is like, that's the, the country. That's like the college, the good bar. That's where all the, not good bar. Different clientele go to each bar. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Put it down. Every <laughs> so the, bar has their crowd. Every bar, crowd. yes. The hot crowd is a bunch of, they're awesome people. Yeah, you just say peace. <laughs> bunch of hippies. But they're angry hippies. They're not like the like the drum hippies. They're like the dirty, angry hippies. I never knew that. I'm like, why are hippies so angry? I thought they were like nice and loving, but they're angry. And then the scoops, like if you want, uh, they're good people. If you want to drink beer and probably do some meth, <laughs> they're, <laughs> which I love everybody that works there. I do too. And I love the scoop because I, I, I was there a lot. Um, and then you got the molly, which is like everyone home. kind of flows in. It's home, home yeah. Um, what was I saying? BT spit stop. <laughs> I this is going really well, <laughs> super well. Uh, yeah. So all right. So we make the food cart. We have an awesome food menu. Me and you are running it. We had to push this thing home every night. Every night yeah. and back. That's the shitty part about it, but we made a lot of money, dude. Yeah. But we were bad with money, dude. Horrible. <laughs> Remember that time? So <laughs> we're at Walmart shopping, right? Yeah. And uh Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have enough money to buy groceries and what we need, and the rest of the money in my wallet is for rent, right? So we bought stuff that we needed, nothing that we didn't, and we're checking out. I forget one of us looks down. I look down. He, Tommy looks down, sees a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. He's like, dude. So we picked it up, <laughs> then we went nuts. And bought a bunch of shit we did not need. Because yep. we're like, we only got a hundred bucks. I get to the car. I realized it was <laughs> my hundred. Yeah. yeah. That was your hundred dollar bill. I dropped it. Because I'm like, we're a hundred dollars short. Like, fuck. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. You're like, Tom, I think that was my hundred dollars to fall in my wallet. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, so we found the hundred, spent it, fucked ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Karma. That's right. That's what you get. That's funny. Oh, love Montana, though. Yeah. Was some great times. Montana was good, man. Yeah. So how do you feel? I want to get your honest opinion because uh, I've been giving you, I've been giving you a lot of, a lot of shit. Uh, or everybody a lot of shit. How do you feel? Are you worried about what's going to happen with uh, Trump coming in? I mean, how do you feel about that? What? Because I make, I, I don't want to take light of it, but I want your honest thought. When you found out he was going to be elected president, what what happened in your mind? Honestly, uh, probably one of the most scary times. I was I actually cried. I was horribly worried, but also at the same time, I mean, you have you have a system of checks and balances. I don't believe that Trump can come in and just completely take our rights away. Not that I even care about marriage or gay marriage, but I. Because, I mean, they're miserable. Why, why would, you know, you want to be too? It's, it's just a title. I, I mean, yeah. you know, it's there's a lot of people that have different views about that. And you're, you're more than welcome to that. But I, I 
Honestly, I don't, I'm not worried. I don't think he is going to be able to really affect us too much as far as taking our rights away. And, well, you know, why would he put us back? Why would he set our country back? It doesn't make any sense. Right. I would hope not, man. Uh, but I'm with you. It's a, it's a title. It you're going to be together. You're going to be together. You know right. what I mean? And we talk about this all the time. I had some people from South Africa on, and we talk about the apartheid. And that's where, you know, blacks and uh, uh, whites weren't even allowed to mingle. I mean, that was less than 50 years ago, dude. So, I mean, every, every it's progressing. It's taking time. Yeah. We'll get there. I don't think he's going to, I don't know. I don't I don't know if you should be worried. Maybe you should. I don't know. You got to give him a chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I mean, here's the thing. I, the worst thing he could do, maybe, is leave it up to the states. Right. Right. And have them, <clears throat> you know, do their own individual, I guess. Right. They make their own. They govern themselves. It's their choice. I mean... That's up to the state. Hopefully, then they would put it to a vote. That would be up to the people. Right or wrong, if you live in a state that doesn't allow it, you can move to a state that does. That's shitty for now, but I guess you got to kind of look at the... The brighter side, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough, though. It, it would just be stupid for, for you to think that that he's going to fail. I mean, why would you Why would you want him to screw up our country? I mean, you want right. to put the faith into it, not... Not saying that I'm a Trump supporter, but yeah, you know. Well, we got to back whoever it is. Exactly. I mean, we'll see what he does, and if he doesn't do a good job, then we are the ones that can get him out of there. Exactly. We start the impeachment process. There's a lot of people saying he's going to be impeached before he starts it. It doesn't happen like that. You have to be. You have to do something first. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he can be impeached. You can't just be like, we don't like this guy. Uh, I made a <laughs> one of my favorite jokes was I said, uh, I tweeted it the other day. Um, I said that. The protocol for Trump tweeting should be like that of launching a nuke. Right. You should have to have two dudes. Yeah. yeah. Two dudes in a briefcase. It's like, oh, and like, we're going to tweet. Like, all right, Mr. Trump, we're going to take a look at it. Right. We'll see how that works, man. That's crazy. That's hilarious. Uh, we are moving right along, buddy. We're almost done. Um, we can keep going. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I usually keep it to an hour. Yeah. But no, we're going to we're gonna keep going. We should see if, uh, how are we doing over here? Do we have any questions? Anybody that wants to particularly chime in on anything that we've been talking about? <clears throat> Oops. Yeah. Um, well, no, I love the fact that uh, you brought me to a whole new, whole new group of people, man. And I, I, I try to go back and forth on things that I that I say and believe. But here's the thing: uh, always be flexible and open to to anybody's argument you know what i mean Absolutely. and i saw it too and as much as i don't want to say it i saw it a, a lot of the people that support trump are such assholes and just, just like bigots i mean i've heard it and i'm like that that can be i i i kind of gave people shit for being so afraid you know what i mean right and then i kind of started seeing little pockets of it I don't think it's as wide as people think, but it's there. Yeah. And I believe, you know, media has a very good job at kind of focusing in on that and kind of portraying it, you know, putting more fear into, you know, non-Trump supporters, kind of. Oh, they do. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you, li if you listen to CNN, that's all liberal. Yeah. If you listen to Fox, that's all the right. You know what I mean? So, uh, it's, uh, it's crazy. It is. So it, whatever perspective you get, that's all you get. With anything in life, you got to take in everything. You know what I mean? Watch both sides. Find the bullshit. 
weed it out, the rest take in, and then do what you will with it. Stay optimistic. Yeah, try to, anyways. But if somebody has an argument, instead of being an asshole to them, you know, give them a shot, listen to them, try to be smarter than them, change their mind, you know what I mean? Make an argument, make them see your point, you know what I mean? Try, at least, man. Because like I said, we're all human first, you know? Be a fucking human. Be a human. It's easy. Be proud of who you are and what you are. If you're gay, be proud to be gay. But yeah. be a human being that is gay. Don't be a gay person that is human. I was going to be like a gay. I don't know. What I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, you make sense I'm of proud your... of it, though. I mean, it's like I said. Well, be proud. It's who yeah. you are. It's yeah. part of you, regardless. Regardless. Yeah. Regardless. And I don't know. I'm going to bring you on the road with me because you do so good at getting really pretty girls. <laughs> I don't know. I have a thing about that. I, I guess. think most women are afraid of me. Why? I don't know. Asian women are for sure. They think I'm like Godzilla well, or something. Twice your size. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, but they're cute. <laughs> Love it in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know. That's the melting pot <clears throat> of so many different races. It's very multi-cultural. Uh, yeah. Kind of no, it's awesome. Well, I just like the fact because we're talking. I want to get. Uh, I want. I want to get a homestead. I want to get off, and that's kind of how they live. They live off the land. They live. Yeah, simply, a lot of people man. do. A lot of people. Uh, well, solar's huge out there. You can do so much off grid. So right, which is nice. Yeah. So we want to look into that too. We yeah. want to garden and yeah. shit, man. But what was I saying? I don't need to do shit, but just going so great. I love your messages, though. You know, and and that's. That's one thing I think your comedy has almost helped me even kind of bloom and be even more comfortable with who I am, you uh-huh. know, because it, it helps, you know. Well, that's comedy for me helps me be who I am, too. Comedy for me is therapy. I get up on stage and even though it's a room full of strangers, the things I talk about, uh, I joke about my weight and other things are things that I'm insecure about. And I admit that. But when I do it on stage, it's therapy for me. You right. know what I mean? Right. And then so when you hear that and you see people laugh about it. It's um, therapy for you. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it helps. Yeah, you know? and for you too, man. I love, you, you've inspired me uh, so much in my comedy. Thank you. Uh, no, no, yeah, I, I appreciate you. Because it was your, uh, your, your braveness for coming out and being able to be who you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was always uptight on that. You know, I, I never really let myself go unless I was hammered drunk and didn't care. Right. Right, and then it was usually me being weird somehow or another. That's how I am. But, uh, so to do that, but I want to have that message. I want to bring that to people. I love that I look the way that I do and I have a message of, of kindness and everybody, you know, cause I, I, I'm a, I'm a country boy. Call it what you want. I'm a hill. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. I right. grew up here. I'm an outdoors guy. Call me what you want. Right. I don't like people looking at me and automatically assuming that I'm a racist or I'm stupid or, you know, I'm uneducated. Because I'm not any of those things. Not at all. So I get to do that in my comedy. I get to, like this guy, he feels like this. Maybe everybody can be cool. And it, like I said, it's a great message. I had, uh, I had a guy come up to me and he said, listen, uh, he's like, I loved your jokes, especially the ones about your brother. I said, that's awesome. He said, my son actually was at one of your shows with me. And after the show, he used your joke to come out to me. And I was like, that is awesome. Man. That is awesome. That made me feel about as good as I could ever feel. Yeah, that's that's goosebumps right now. Yeah, well, yeah. it's something. It's common. I mean, for 
for him to need an icebreaker. Because, like you said, I can't understand what that's like, feeling a certain way and not being able to express it. That's hard. You fight that in yourself, yeah. dude. And, well, he, and there's there's a lot of huge things on it. You know, a lot of a lot of people are committing suicide over this kind of thing because it's such a heavy weighing thing on them. Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely a struggle. It in, is internally, but I'm glad I did it at more of a younger age because it was it kind of toughened me up for you know the things that I experienced because Montana wasn't an easy place. Well, I mean, yeah. How how, how you know, do like, people perceive you? Do you notice if people perceive you? I mean, honestly, a lot of people don't don't even know. You don't come off. You don't yeah. come off as yeah. well. You don't see my flag flying. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't want to stereotype it. But yeah. there's some there's some gay guys who are they're gay. Yeah. You see them, you meet them, you're like, whoa. You don't. Yeah. They don't even have to speak. No. Exactly. Right. And if you look at you, you're like, you would never know. And I, like I said, I pride myself on that. I'd like to break the stereotype. It's yeah, you're doing the same with me, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to, like you said, people that look at me and, you know, already have a preconceived notion before they even know truly who I am. Yeah, that sucks, and right? I've changed a lot of people's views on, on gay people because, you know, they, they get that stereotype and they think, oh, this person's going to be, <laughs> you hey. would just be, hey, yeah, we get the hey. Yeah. No, you just—I don't—I don't work that way. It's just no. That's awesome though. Well, I went to to the Abbey, which is the biggest gay bar in Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, I did. I loved it, man. I was getting hit on so much. It was awesome. Oh, hey, mom. Who, mom? Yeah. What's she doing? She says, "Hi, sons. Love you." Shouldn't they be driving? I don't know. Are they driving? Not sure. Oh. What's up, June? Oh, June, how you doing? They should be driving, not yeah. watching TV. <laughs> so, what was I saying? You're at the Abbey. Oh, the biggest gay bar. I'm glad you're here for me because every yeah, time yeah, I, I got you, I got you. It's good. We're at the we're at the Abbey, man, and I'm sitting with a friend of mine. She's a girl, uh, Rebecca. I love her to death, and uh, so we're at a table. And every five minutes, like, dudes are just coming up and, like, leaning in on the table, blocking my view of her That's and, like, hitting on me, dude. That's hilarious. And they're good-looking dudes. I'm not going to lie, man. It was confusing yeah. for me. I'm like, like, gay dudes love me. I take it as a compliment. Isn't, isn't there a, a bit about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is. Uh, if you want to hear it, you can hear it tonight. I'm doing a benefit show uh, for the Humane Society. Uh, so... I loved it, man. It made me feel good. They have a good taste. Like, I'll yeah. take it every day. Let's go ahead and uh, plug where you're doing that show. Oh, it's going to be at the Edgewood. Edgewood? Uh, well, this is going out live, so if you're listening to the podcast uh, on Tuesday, uh, well, never oh, mind. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be in the future, and the show will have been done. But if you're watching live, uh, we still have um, tickets available at the Edgewood. Humane Society, man. Uh, help out. I like to do as much as I can here. You know what I mean? Help out. Animals don't have a voice. You know, for themselves. They need people to, to speak up. Everyone needs a voice. The problem is everyone has a voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the internet and some people, I can't say some people shouldn't have a voice, but some people. Some people should have that taken away. <laughs> I mean, just because they're ignorant. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I hate, I, I can be a dick and you know me better than anybody Absolutely. on this planet. Uh <laughs> 
if I don't have a view, but if I know your view is opposing, I will just have a view to be a dick. Yep. I just like to stir up it's shit. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Just because. Yeah. But I got to stop it. But I just like to rile things up deep down in my heart of hearts. That was the You're... gayest thing I've ever said. <laughs> Remember that one time? Quit pounding. I, now I'm pounding. Yeah, you got yeah. me doing it. You got me doing it. Hands in the pocket. Remember yeah, that one time? I'm like, <laughs> cross those arms. Yeah. So I'm in Bozeman. I don't know where you are. I think you might be in Billings. I'm getting a pedicure, right? So you call me, and I'm like, what's up, buddy? He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm getting a pedicure. You're like, you're a fag. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. That was funny. I I just started laughing. (laughs) Excuse Uh, me. It's hilarious, though. I know. You said, tell me the only reason why I have small dogs is so I can put it in a purse and, like, go get Manny and Petty's with it. That's right. Oh, yeah, because you you bred uh, Boston Terriers. They were amazing. Yeah. Pretty dogs. I love those dogs. Uh, I would have one. Yeah. I would have a Boston Terrier. I want one of them dogs that looks like a wolf or a fox. Have you seen them? They're so adorable. <laughs> They're like a little fluffy face, dude. I'm like, I'm, I'm a bit gay myself, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I got, well, because whenever I go out, and I don't care because I'm like this big dude with it's all tatted up. Right. We'll go to a restaurant and they'll be like, hey, what do you want? I'm like, I would love a daiquiri, please. And everyone's looking at me, they just look at me like, what? I'm like, I would just like a daiquiri, okay? So I don't care, though. I'm just, I'm who I am. You're who you are. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you've helped me a lot with that, too, being myself, man, because we put up walls. Absolutely. And we hide from to. who we are. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. To a certain point. I mean, to... we maybe, maybe we feel we have to to protect ourselves. I don't know why. We do. Maybe we have to. Maybe we don't. I just, I don't know. I was afraid to come out, not come out, I don't want to say come out, but to be uh, the person that I was. I don't know. I wanted to, want to have this, like you said, this preconceived notion is what I wanted. People to look at me and say, oh, I'm a certain way. Not just be who I am. You know what I mean? If I want to drink a fruity drink, I'm going to drink a fruity drink. There you go. I don't care. I drink Jack on the Rocks. I know, it's funny, right? So if we go out, we got one straight dude, one <laughs> yep. gay dude, and one's drinking what? Pick which one's right. gay, dude. Imagine right? what that server's thinking. Like, oh, oh guaranteed this is going to this homo. You know? Yeah, oh. <laughs> Here's your strawberry. Right I'm like, um, excuse me. Uh, that's mine. Okay. Like, hey. Yeah. Hey. What are you doing? <laughs> that's my daiquiri, bitch. Right? That's it, yeah. So we, that's we Let's yeah. try that sometime. Yeah, just yeah. do it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> What does that? We should record it though, and just like I'll just go full on like, and then we'll have a girl and a dude come in and like give us a kiss on the cheek. That'd each, be funny. Yeah, and then see what the reactions are. Yeah, that would be good. Oh. Pepsi. <laughs> I was just gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> All right. All right. What do you got going on here? All right. No. There you go. All right. Well, I think we're gonna. Where are we at here? Oh, we are at an hour, my friend. It goes so quick. Um, well, thank you guys for listening to my end and keep an open mind. You know, if your friend or your loved one or whatever the case may be is, is struggling with this, just keep an open mind. You know, it's I can't express how easy it was for me to come out to my family because everybody was so supportive. So. Just and even even easy, it was still hard. It was hard, but it was it was easy having that support system, right? Having everybody not have a negative view about it, right? So, and you still you're gonna deal with that. 
And even when everything is, is, is there's still always going to be people who don't accept it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is life. Try to separate yourselves from these people and don't let their opinions change who you are. Never. Everything in this world is about perspective. You know what I mean? One, one's perspective of like we talked about what, what they should do, you know, in life or how they should live, whatever moral compass that you're guided by. That's a person by person basis, man. And if whatever their reality is, they don't, you know, think that being gay is something that's right. Well, unfortunately, that's how they feel. It shouldn't change what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It shouldn't. I mean, it does. It's hard. I can't speak for it. But like you said, get support, man. Find, find, find a program out there. I don't want, I don't want somebody committing suicide because they don't feel that they're being heard. Right. I didn't, I didn't realize it's that big of an issue. So it's, it's huge. So. Get help. If you're listening to this and you want to come out, uh, you know what? Email me. You're more than welcome to. There you go. Uh, All Things Country Podcast at Gmail. If you have any questions or if you want to have some questions for my brother. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, email email the podcast, man. Uh, I'll direct them to him and uh, we'll have the answer. We'll do a video. How does that sound? There you go. We'll, we'll, we'll create a video with him answering your questions. And I want to do this, man. So, because I have a lot of followers who are gay, and I love it, man. I love every one of my followers. Any any fan that I have, I'm a I'm a fan. Because they're uh, I'm not doing this without the fans. Absolutely. Plain and simple. That's your that's your. So point. you guys that follow that listen, uh, that's right, you. I appreciate it. So, yeah, email allthingscountrypodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can go to the website atcpod.com. You'll find everything there. Uh, yeah, email if you have a question. We'll answer. Them. All right. Is there anything that you you wanna that we didn't touch on that we wanted to talk about? Is there anything we forgot? Because we covered a lot of it. I think we did. Yeah. And this won't be the last time you're on. That's cool. Yeah. Because I love you, buddy. Well, you helped me out man. a lot, man. Yeah. One uh, of my most important people in my life. Yeah. Your family. It never goes away. It's everything. It is. Yep. You gotta. Family, whatever support, whatever family, uh, whatever is your support, whatever is family to you, doesn't always have to be blood. But yeah, make sure you tell those people we're blessed, man. Yeah. I'm 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 well into my thirties. You're in your twenties. Uh, well into my twenties. Yeah, right. I I have all my grandparents. Yep. I mean that's it's it's I'm very blessed, and yeah. every day we're spending Christmas. Uh, with family, so yep. yeah, because that's all we got, really, in this world. Seven billion people. Seven billion people. Yeah, there's like thirty people that have to like you. Like you said, ours may be dysfunctional, but so our family. We're dysfunctional as hell. We're not allowed to have family reunions anymore. Yeah, yeah. it's court ordered. Actually, we got banned by the El <laughs> County. Yeah, yeah, no more. Yeah. You guys ain't gathering our county no more. Yeah, we'll go to the next one over. You some bitch. America. <laughs> That's how we come out though. But it's all right. Yeah, I like to call. It's like you're like a hillbilly. Yeah, yeah. We have all our teeth though. We do have. We have nice teeth. We do have nice yeah, teeth. See, yeah. we're, we're good looking hillbillies. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> He got all the better looks. Well, here it is. Because I always got, everyone's like, what'd you do? Eat all the food? I, I didn't eat shit. Like, you guys ate way more than I did, man. But yet, I still got big as hell. Even when I was in comedy the first three years, I didn't eat shit, man. I never lost a damn pound. That's crazy. Living in my car. Ask, no, stupid. Yeah. I should be like 100 pounds. Right. Then I come here. Grandma makes a seat. I'm still full. I know. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. 
brother, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, you, you've inspired me a lot through your courage. You inspired me for my comedy. You give me some hilarious material, dude. You let me bring it out to the world. It, it helps people. It does. It helps people, I man. Love, I love to know that yeah. our, our message is helping other people. Dude, yeah, that's that's the best thing. When you go to a comedy show, it's not just, especially the show that I'm trying to bring you, because I don't want I don't want to just make you laugh. I want to make you think. I want to leave you with something. And if you're insecure about something, you go to a comedy show. If something I say is like, "Holy shit, I feel the same way," you know what I mean, or I experience that. Well, then you're not alone. That's what we're just talking about. People just don't want to be alone, man, in what they believe or what they feel. Exactly. So come to a comedy show, uh, and you've inspired me for that, and I appreciate it. Uh, we're we're all growing. We're growing every day, and if you don't grow, then you you fall behind. Yep. That's how it is, man. So we're gonna wrap that up. Uh, for everyone that listens, this has been a live episode. I know it's been chaotic, uh, phone calls and such, and weirdness. Uh, hopefully, you got a good message for those of you who are listening on the Facebook on the interwebs. Thank you. Uh, this is my brother. Love him to death. Uh, we're gonna end this. Thanks All for things me. country, dude. Anytime. Yeah. You know, I love you.